My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Today's topic for discussion will be on the image of Divine Mercy. It originated from a vision that St. Faustina had on February 22, 1931. Now she recorded the event in a spiritual diary that she kept at the Lord's request. She wrote in her diary, In the evening, when I was in my cell, I saw the Lord Jesus clothed in a white garment. One hand was raised in the gesture of blessing. The other was touching the garment at the breast. From beneath the garment, slightly drawn aside at the breast, there were emanating two large rays, one red, the other pale. In silence I kept my gaze fixed on the Lord. My soul was struck with awe, but also with great joy. After a while, Jesus said to me, Paint an image according to the pattern you see with the signature, Jesus, I trust in you. I desire that this image be venerated first in your chapel and then throughout the world. He also requested that at the bottom it should be signed, Jesus, I trust in you. St. Faustina felt that the painted image was not even close in magnificence to the vision she had of our Lord and wrote, I felt very sad about it, but hid this deep in my heart. When we had left the artist's house, Mother Superior stayed in town to attend to some matters while I returned home alone. I went immediately to the chapel and wept a good deal. I said to the Lord, Who will paint you as beautiful as you are? Then I heard these words, Not in the beauty of the color nor of the brush lies the greatness of this image, but in my grace. The divine mercy image represents the risen Christ whose hands and feet bear the marks of the crucifixion. When asked about their meaning of the rays from his pierced heart, Jesus explained, the pale ray stands for the water which makes souls righteous. The red ray stands for the blood which is the life of souls. These two rays issued forth from the very depths of my tender mercy when my agonized heart was opened by a lance on the cross. In other words, these two rays signify the sacraments of mercy, baptism and penance, and the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the blood of souls, carrying life-sustaining food for our spiritual journey. The water is analogous to the sacraments of baptism and penance, and that through these sacraments our souls are washed clean. From 1 Corinthians 6-11, But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of our God. 
Jesus said to St. Faustina, Happy is the one who will dwell in their shelter, for the just hand of God shall not lay hold of him. Jesus attached many promises to those who venerate the image. As Catholics, we venerate image, such as the image of Jesus the Divine Mercy, which simply means we regard with great respect and reverence the person portrayed in the image, an action which is not contrary to the first commandment. People carry pictures of their loved ones in their wallets. This does not mean that they love the picture per se. Rather, it reminds them of someone they truly love. St. Thomas Aquinas, in the Summa Theologia, said the following, Religious worship is not directed to images in themselves, considered as mere things, but under their distinctive aspect as images, leading us on to God incarnate. The movement towards the image does not terminate it in it as image, but tends toward that whose image it is. From the Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 2132. And certainly the image of the resurrected Jesus, with his pierced hands and feet, remind us of the love God has for each one of us. He loves us so much that he died for each one of us. Jesus said to St. Faustina, I am offering people a vessel with which they are to keep coming for graces to the fountain of mercy. That vessel is this image with a signature, Jesus, I trust in you. By means of this image, I shall be granting many graces to souls, so let every soul have access to it. And on another occasion, I promise that the soul that will venerate this image will not perish. I also promise victory over enemies already here on earth, especially at the hour of death. I myself will defend it as my own glory. Our Lord requested that the image be venerated on the Feast of the Divine Mercy which is the first Sunday after Easter. He told her, I want this image, which you will paint with a brush, to be solemnly blessed on the first Sunday after Easter. That Sunday is to be the Feast of Mercy. Let us reflect on Jesus' passion and love for us. In times of adversity, discouragement, anxiety, and fear, let us say with conviction in our hearts, Jesus, I trust in you. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the sick and the dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.